How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, welcome back. Sports Daily, KFH, congratulations to Andre for winning. Um, oh, man. <laughs> this, uh, this congressional stuff is fascinating, Tommy. I'm trying to follow along all the people here who are just sort of like tweeting through it. Um, there is such a disconnect, I think, with like, uh, you know, old people in Congress, what's happening it is like the the group of people who are terrified, terrified of college athletes earning here to me is is becoming, you know, very apparent. And, and I'm not saying it's perfect because obviously it's not. But you've got like the Big 12 commi- or Big 10, sorry, Big 10 commissioner coming out saying we're concerned that the management of college athletics is shifting away from universities to collectives. Uh, that's definitely not true. You let it shift to TV networks. That's why everybody's really, 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 really rich, right? Like, no. Like, you let the TV networks dictate this stuff. It's not the collectives dictating this stuff. That's not, like, the money's coming in because of the TV networks. Realignment is happening because of TV networks. That has nothing to do with collectives. Now, are collectives perfect? No. And is there more power? Should the universities have more power and control? I think so, because I'd rather see it done at a local level than, you know, the NCAA trying to do it. But let's not pretend why, like, where all this is coming from. At the core and at the heart of all this, Tommy, the reason that they're there lobbying is because athletes are getting closer and closer and closer to revenue shares and to becoming employees of the universities. And that terrifies all the people that have made lots and lots and lots of money on this. And whether that's sustainable, if that happens, again, you're talking to Congress now. And for lawmakers and the law, it doesn't it shouldn't matter if that's sustainable, right? It's sustainable because you like to go to a college football game or it's legally the right thing to do or two very, very different things. Uh, senior senator from the South that doesn't want to see his you know Saturday habits disrupted in any way. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Well, and, and let's be really, really honest here about what this is all about. And you mentioned revenue sharing, and it goes deeper than that. I mean, if you have revenue sharing, then you have these powerful universities and the people who run these powerful universities all of a sudden having to give up some of their money to the athletes. And they want to do everything that they can to protect that, 
right? And so that's why they're lobbying against this. And they can they can throw things out there like the protection of the college athletes and the sanctity of the amateurism and, and all of these different buzzwords and 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 smoke screens. It's not the truth. It's it's clearly a money game. What I love about this, so there's a quote uh, while this while these hearings have been going on from Senator John Kennedy, who's a Republican in Louisiana. And I love this. Uh, he suggested to the NCAA that they try to get together to come up with a new system that looks like someone designed it on purpose. And then Kennedy says, and I quote, you may regret asking Congress to intervene. All of a sudden you're going to be micromanaged. And that's a senator saying that. Like if you it's want Congress true. to get involved in this and intervene and put together a system, then you are going to be micromanaged to the core and it's going to be awful. It's going to be awful for everybody. Anytime, you know, there's that that overreach from from the government in that regard, it's going to be a nightmare for everybody involved if that happens. And legally speaking, your grounds are ridiculous, right? Like you're you're taking like the, they lose every court case. Now you're going to take it to lawmakers, some of which don't understand what's happening in the first place. We see this all the time, right? Regulating social media from a bunch of people who maybe know how to scroll around on Facebook. Like you, you've got to be like you're asking the wrong people to look at this. And that's a great point by that senator, right? And on the other side, and this isn't a partisan issue, which thank God it's not. Because that would be a whole different mess, right? Yeah. Uh, Blumenthal, a Democrat out of Connecticut, saying you got to avoid a race to the bottom on NIL and a bidding war among colleges that often tempt college athletes with unscrupulous deals. That is a problem, right? Is these 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 actors and these people not delivering on what's promised? That is something that needs to not happen. But again, is that the government that should be? maintaining that or can colleges like why do they need the government to step in and and look i mentioned this last week with the iarp and the whole situation with kansas and i went on this rant and we talked about it a little bit about how the ncaa is utterly irrelevant at this point if they can't come up with guardrails and they need the the government to get involved then how irrelevant are they right like you just a completely different thing you cannot if you get the government involved in this it will not go well for i do not understand going to the government when you are very clearly operating in this gray area that is not legal to me like it's not like not paying athletes for the money that they you know generate for your universities and no it's not equitable it's not equitable okay like that's that's a part of like that's it is what it is. And people are saying, oh, well, if we go down this road, like division two II and three colleges are going to get out of the business of college sports. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're going to operate with a different set of finances like that, that. That's not true at all. Like as long as they're putting butts in the seats and selling tickets, they're going to operate because athletics funds so many different things at a university. And, and, and here's the other misconception. And I don't know if this was intentional. By Lindsey Graham, a Republican, who asked the Ole Miss, you know, collective leader, like, well, who is the most highly endorsed athlete? Because the answer to that is Olivia Dunn, a gymnast from LSU. Like, she's the highest paid athlete. It's well documented. She's made a ton of money, which she should be able to do. But, like, to pretend that there's this big evil stigma over football and basketball, like the NIL and the ideas behind it, 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 you know, at its core— are working. You've got a gymnast 
from LSU who has worked her tail off to to make herself valuable to somebody, and she's capitalizing on it. That is like the foundation of everything economically in this country. What you're trying to get into, you're you're. Tr- I don't. This is. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to word this carefully because I don't want anybody to think this is a political debate. It's not. Okay. But you're getting away from, like, capitalism in college athletics and trying to move it toward socialism or communism. And that is a very dangerous road to go down to try and create an environment of equity when things are not equitable. Okay, so are you going to try and cap earnings on gymnast and not allow Olivia Dunn to earn what she's worth? Is that where we want to go with this? Yeah, because I don't I don't think it's where we want to go with this. But if you try to do that with football or basketball and say, okay, well, everybody can only spend so much. Okay, so you're going to salary cap this one that's going to limit the top end. I don't think it's going to bring up the bottom end. It's going to limit the top end. And now you're going to, okay, if you're going to bring in a salary cap, are we going to get into collective bargaining? Because if you're going to cap it, what are you going to do on the other side? Are you going to share revenues? Like you don't get to just say, we're going to cap how much these people can earn, but we're not going to, but, but we're not going to, you know, we're not going to make any contritions here. This is why this doesn't make sense, Tommy. Right. Through NIL, which can be better regulated by the universities. I agree with that because, you know, if there are bad actors not delivering on what's promised, that needs to stop. But if you try to cap what's earned by athletes, you're opening the door to some places that will destroy college athletics. Right now, through the NIL, you're letting other people pay your employees. You don't have to pay them with NIL. Like, what are we doing here? Right. Yeah. Like, why in the world would you want to argue against that? Because as you just said, like, the universities don't have to be the ones to pay the players. So so why in the world are you fighting against this? And here's the other thing, too. For every deal that is like the Utah football deal, when all the players got leases on trucks and that was the you know huge national headlines about dozens and dozens of these brand new trucks that the players are all going to be driving for every one of those deals there's and I'm probably understating this a dozen or more of players in non like non huge sports at smaller colleges that are getting a chance to be compensated for doing things like holding a camp or signing autographs or raising money for something like you know, to go to whatever it is to like for. So you've got these like big time extremes where it's not a one size fits all situation. And so as soon as the government starts to get involved and like they can't operate on a case by case basis, nope. it would be sweeping legislation that would be huge and overreaching and you know restrictive and all these things because they have to operate with the one size fits all situation that's not the way college athletics are so you've got the extreme on the top end where players are making a ton of money or they're all getting trucks or like whatever the situation might be but then you have really what's reality and that is 
all these other players at these smaller institutions who are making a few bucks here and there actually being compensated for their time. Tommy, again, and I just like big old fat asterisk, like neither one of us have any interest whatsoever in a political debate. So that's not that's not what's happening. Don't don't misunderstand that. But like it's where can where can change come and and regulation come more quickly and efficiently local government or federal government like i th- this is the warning that you're seeing like if the federal government and and by the way the reason all of this is happening is because different states were setting up different laws right that was create right so i know everybody wants the federal you know re- and I, and i don't know how you solve the state issue without it Probably by conference, right? Conferences setting these things in. I or, suppose. Hello, the NCAA. That's why NCAA's you exist. not capable. But they're not. That's I know the they're same not. Issue. Well, I know, but the, but the same reasons I think the NCAA are not capable would be the same reason it's a problem to have like overarching federal sweeping regulation for the same reasons because it's not a one size fits all approach. Now, but in an are ideal there, world, you've got you know it, the governing body of college athletics. Right. Yep. And they're not capable of governing this. So they're why not. are they why are they even in existence? Well, again, because they, they need to it needs to look different than it has looked forever. They need to organize events, right? And and be in compliance. There can be a compliance arm of it if it's done a little better. But again, like what are we what is the end game that everybody can agree on? I have not personally talked to any coach who is and again, they're not going to probably say this is maybe not totally fair, but I haven't talked to a coach that fundamentally doesn't agree with the concept of NIL, right? Now, coach, what's driving coaches nuts is tampering, and tampering's happening, and it is a problem. You've got, and I know direct stories of, athletes before a season is over being, uh, being called and reached out to about transferring out. That's happening sure. in season right now. Like that, that is absolute tampering. It cannot happen. There are certain parts of this where you could more easily and quickly say, okay, here's what communication with another school or a collective from another, you know, government cannot happen until X date. If it is, there will be penalty. I've got no problem with that. I think, in fact, I think that's a good thing. Because that's also a part of what kids are being promised and underdelivered, which is the biggest issue. And that's what we talk to Kevin Saul about this all the time because he's fairly open book on it. That's the that's probably the biggest issue for most administrators I've talked to is they're worried about the athletes not getting what's promised. I have no issue with schools being more directly involved in this, like absolutely none because they can regulate some of that out. But if you're asking Congress to come in and make changes on – fundamentally compensating athletes or how much they can earn or like you, you you can miss me with the fact that it would be well what would this do to division two and division three right. like what what does that even mean the same like good for those kids if they can get some money but guess what like avery johnson has more value financially than the quarterback for emporia state it's just yeah. reality. It is what it is. There and there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Don't like it. And I I told you this is what would happen. Like you're they're gonna try to use some of these like oh well we've got these bad to try and limit what can be earned 
because these guys cannot figure out, and gals, that you're insane for taking any of this to any legal body or any court because the model is borderline illegal, if not straight up illegal. And if they're not willing to let other people pay the athletes, they're going to get forced to pay the athletes. And if they get forced to pay the athletes, now you can get into the doomsday scenarios because that is a big problem for colleges. Letting somebody else pay the athletes is not a problem. Like maybe maybe you don't get some of that money from, uh, you know, Jack Johnson, you know, car dealership because they're giving it to the athletes instead. But you had better be careful what you're wishing for, Charlie Baker and some of these people. Like you, you're yeah. crazy to me. We're marching towards collective bargaining and unionizing. That's what we're marching towards with college athletics. That's the world that, and I don't know if we're talking a year from now, five years from now, ten. We're marching towards that right now with the way that this is going, especially if there is federal restrictions on the amount that players can earn in college athletics. We're marching towards that. It will go through the court system. It will be messy. It will do all of that. And here's the thing. I wholeheartedly believe when Kevin Saul says that we want to protect college athletes from bad actors. I I don't, I agree with him. And I believe him when he says that. I believe that that nobility is there at the administrator level to protect the college athletics that are under their charge. I totally believe him. What I don't believe are presidents and chancellors and commissioners who are trying to say those same things when really you're just trying to protect the amount of revenue that you're getting from the TV networks because you don't want to share it with the players. I don't believe you when you say that if you are a president of a college or a commissioner of a conference. You are protecting the revenue that your university and your conference is making bottom line. How about protecting your athletes, you know, your students? That needs to be the priority here. Like, period, full stop. Right now, somebody else is paying them for you. And you're asking the government to take a look at that. You sign a, you know, a a $50 million deal because your football games are valuable. Somebody else is paying the players to, to, you know, to do that. You, You better be careful. And they're not. They're not being careful. They can't, I just... Whatever. Uh, I can't wait to talk to Kevin Saul about this next week. Maybe I'm off. I don't think I am. I'm pretty pretty stern in, in how I feel about this particular topic. 869-1240 is the number to call. We'll come back. More Sports Daily right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.